and welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft, and it's Friday, July 10th, 2020, and it's Horny Friday, so cheers to all of you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers to you, Jack. What do you have in there? Uh, you know, it's called, uh, this is called the um, Florence Pugh before she met Zach Braff. Oh, okay. AKA, um, just club soda with mint, no alcohol, because oh, okay. I'm pretty sure she she was too young to drink alcohol when she before she met Zach Braff. Right. Because, again, she's only like, what is she, 23? She's a kid. She's not a kid. She's a grown woman. She's a kid. She's a grown woman. But, you know, this is... I, I'm not drinking right now because I just drank so much alcohol for my 30th birthday on Tuesday. Honestly, Tuesday sounds like it was a long time ago, but it feels like it was just yesterday. I'm still recovering. I'm very just worn out. 30 hours, you know, makes it so that it was more than just Tuesday. Right. It, it was, was into Wednesday. Wednesday. And then recovery Thursday. It was a lot. I got to say, I'm tired. I think my voice is tired. Maybe I'll go on vocal rest this weekend. You would like that. You got it, lady. <laughs> me not talking. Gee, but... my wife going on vocal rest. You're not going to hear me complaining. <laughs> You're not going to hear me complaining, right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. You sound like the bagel boss. <laughs> oh, Remember bagel boss? That was 23 years ago, yeah. if you can believe it. I can't believe it. If you can believe it, it's been 23 years since the bagel boss was yeah. a meme. <laughs> Slash human being, I guess. Uh, you know what? Jack was um, doing his own stream right before this. and Oh, yeah. I like While you were streaming, Jack, I like choked on my own spit. Oh, no. And I thought I was going to die. I well, coughed like thank, so hard. Thankfully, you didn't interrupt my Resident Evil 3 playing. <laughs> I had this like moment flash before my eyes where I was like, Jack's going to be doing some stupid video game stream. Not that it's stupid. It's not stupid. Hey! It's not stupid. But you know what I mean? Like, no. He, he's gonna playing be... Resident Evil Code Veronica <laughs> is important gonna, work. He's going to be playing Resident Evil Code Veronica and I'm going to be dying in the other room. Did you just say Code for Hanukkah? <laughs> what is it? Code Veronica. It's not code for Hanukkah? No. Oh. Okay. Anyway, I'm, you know, 30 now. So I feel it. Feel mature. Feel wise. You know, suddenly I have eight very large purses and an entire closet dedicated to those purses. That just happens when you turn 30. You get very big purses and they're filled with various creams and serums this is what it's just what happens when you turn 30 you you get sent a very big purse and it's full of um little miniature purses and inside those purses are um a variety of band-aids that's what you keep with you and that's what you get when you're 30 that happened to you right oh no Oh. My way was different. <laughs> Your way was different, huh? My way was very different. <laughs> I'm 30. I went for a run this morning. I feel like now I'm so mature now that I'm 30. I, you know, I'm working out, getting a big purse. 
I actually don't have a big purse, but I, you know, I feel the energy of someone who has a big purse. You know, I feel it. I've embodied the vibe of someone with a big, big purse, you know? Oh, yeah. It's not a metaphor. It's just like, I feel wise. You seem like someone who would have a big, big ass purse. Like a big ass purse. Like I carry, I got stuff. A with big, me. deep purse filled with shit. Deep, 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 deep purse energy. Deep purse energy. Right. Like there's like, there's a Kindle and a hardcover book in that purse, <laughs> you know? Like you That's my way. That's what I like. A Kindle and a hardcover book. That's what I'm talking about. Deep purse energy. That is being 30 is deep purse energy. Uh, an alcohol-free beverage to... No, that's not... That's just because I'm tired, not because I'm 30. I'm going to get back to drinking next week. Don't worry, everybody. Uh-oh. That is something that changed for me when I was 30, Kate. You'll see. What? I never, ever got a hangover in my 20s. In my 30s, I never didn't get a hangover. Wait. You never got a hangover in your 20s? Like, at Mm. all? Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? I kind of call bullshit on that. I probably got a couple, but for the most part, you know, by and large, I didn't really get hangovers. Yeah. Well, I still feel hungover from that stream. And I feel like I didn't even get that drunk. Exactly. That's 30s. This is 30s. (laughs) Welcome to your 30s. See, all the drinking you did before 11.01 a.m. didn't contribute that much Uh, to a hangover. But as soon as you turned 30, it was... Well, I turned 30 at 11.01 a.m. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows I was famously born 11.01 a.m. Santa Monica, California, July 7th, 1990. Do my birth chart for me and steal my identity, I guess. Why did I just tell everybody that? Now I'm going to get my identity stolen. But I wanted someone to do my birth chart. You know, I hope someone steals my identity. Maybe they can pay off all the debt. I know, I am in a lot of debt. Hey, if you steal my identity, tell my student loan company. Someone steals my identity and then they get their, like, passport revoked. (laughs) I mean, honestly. Stealing my identity is a good way to get your fake passport revoked. You have a fake passport? No, I'm, you know, as an identity stealer, you would. Oh, is that why? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm tired. I am. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. I'm a tired gal. Tiredy gal. You're tired? Yeah, and you know, I shouldn't say it. You know, I shouldn't say it. I should just move on. No one cares. Like, the least interesting thing is when someone's tired. But no, I say it all the time. the least interesting thing is it happens as a result of being tired. What? Dreaming, and then when someone tells you what happened in one. (laughs) That is true. Dreaming is, like, someone else's dream is the least interesting thing. But, you know, funny enough, your own dream can be the most interesting thing. I'm not allowed to tell Jack my dreams, though. It's boring. It's too boring, he says. Last night, I, in the middle of the night, because I don't remember what was happening in a dream. Oh, yeah, this is a good story. (laughs) I don't remember what was happening in the dream. But I remember in the dream, like, thinking, like, I'm going to, like, tell this person, like, fuck you. Like, really tell them, fuck you. And then I just, in real life, like, at full volume was like, fuck you. It woke bed. me up. 
it in bed. In bed, I just like, and so it's like I was thinking I was gonna say it in the dream, and then like I said it, and it was like, oh motherfucker, I'm like in bed. <laughs> and Kate was like, what? And I was like, I, I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. I was like, why is Jack telling me fuck? You? I was like, fuck you. Was like, what did I do? It was like, <laughs> I was in deep sleep. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Oh god. All right. Listen, there's not there's nothing else to say. There's no more shit shooting. We're not I'm done shooting the shit. We we have to report the news, Jack. The okay. news, okay? The news of celebrities, okay? Cuz there's actually a lot going on. Some of it's pretty heavy, some of it's pretty funny. Let's just get into it. This is a segment I like to call Hot Seconds. Tick tick tock. Talk tick tick tock. Talk tick tock. Talk. Okay, our first hot second is about Kendra Wilkinson. Remember her from The Girls Next Door? Kendra Wilkinson, she was one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. And honestly, I loved that show. Girls Next Door was good as hell. I loved that reality show. And also, one of my favorite celebrity memoirs came out of that show, Holly Madison's book, Down the Rabbit Hole. Highly recommend everybody read that book. It is truly amazing. If you want to hear about how, like, cum-crusted the Playboy Mansion carpets are, like, you gotta Check, read. please. You gotta read that book. It's so crazy. But, yeah, she did. She dated, like, a football player. They had a baby together. What's his name? Hank. I only know his first name. Hank. Hank. She married a man named Hank. Hank Wilkinson? What's his name? Listen, I don't do a show about sports, okay? I do sports about... I do a show about celebs, okay, with a Z. Celebs. Oh, yeah. The sports ball, guys. <laughs> Is the red shirt winning Okay, but the for sports me, ball game? For me, it's authentic. Like, I genuinely don't know what... Oh, Hank Basket. Someone in... The, uh, Mrs. Thank you, Mr. Spree in the chat. Or Mrs. Spree. Uh, thank you. It's Hank Basket. Okay. Listen, I don't know that much about sports. Call me a basket case, Hank. Call me a basket case, Hank. Okay, anyway, yeah. So she just got hired to Mauricio Umansky's real estate agency called The Agency. Uh, you might know Mauricio because he's Kyle Richard's husband. He is a, a fixture on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He also has owned his agent, his real estate agency called The Agency for a long time now, and it's very successful. Um, and I am calling it now. They hired Kendra Wilkinson to be a real estate agent for the agency because I'm pretty sure they're going to do a reality show. Selling Sunset was so successful. Everybody loves it. I love Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset high quality trashy television the agency is gonna do a reality show like why else would they hire a reality star she only got her real estate license like a month ago it's not like she's like been a real estate agent for a while like she i think she got her license to do a reality show um and honestly i'm probably gonna watch it because mauricio is hot and he's you know he'd he'd be a good like boss reality on a reality show like he's a big stoner like i'd like to see him be mean or something like i don't know selling sunset is great so i'll i love everybody knows i love like 
big, big rich people real estate, mostly to make fun of their bad design choices. But also, I like to look at houses that I'll never be able to afford to buy because the economy is rigged and horrible. Okay. I'm calling it now. They're going to do a reality show. They haven't announced anything. I just have a feeling, and I think it's going to be on Bravo because I think Bravo saw what Selling Sunset was doing and was like, okay, I get it. You know, we've already done a ton of real estate shows. Let's do another one. That's just what I'm saying. What do you think, Jack? Are they going to do a reality show? I, I think that they saw what was going on with Selling Sunset, and they were like, check, please. <laughs> Great. I agree. That's what I think. Check, please. I think they were a little bit like, check, please. When they saw what was going on over there, they'll be like, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Great. Love it. I agree. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Mariah Carey. She finished writing her memoir. So I am very excited to find out that I'm going to be reading Mariah Carey's book soon. Apparently, Andy Cohen has his own book imprint. So this is one of his first releases through Andy Cohen's book imprint. Anyway, she wrote like a whole statement on her Instagram. We can read like a little bit of it, but it's just like, quote, it took me a lifetime to have the courage and the clarity to write my memoir. I want to tell the story of the moments, the ups and downs, the triumphs and traumas, the debacles and the dreams that contributed to the person I am today. And, you know, she she later added, quote, writing this memoir was incredibly hard, humbling and healing. My sincere hope is that you are moved to a new understanding, not only about me, but also about the resilience of the human spirit. Wow. End quote. That's also what I say, what I say every time I write a long Instagram caption. I say, writing this Instagram caption was incredibly hard, humbling, and healing. My sincere hope is that you're moved to a new understanding, not only about me, but also about the resilience of the human spirit. That's what I say, too. I actually love Mariah Carey. Can't wait to read this. Um, it's going to be amazing. She's had quite an interesting life. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Okay, lambs. Okay, lambs. Okay, my lambs, are you ready for a book? Is that what the uh, they call the um, the fans of Mariah Carey? The lamely. The lamely. Yeah, the family of lambs. The lamb bully. That's you got it, lady. <laughs> that is what Mariah Carey's fans are. They call themselves lambs. When she does concerts, they throw little like stuffed lambs on the stage. I forget where it comes from. I don't know what it means, but that's what they're called. Um, okay. Let's talk about KJ Appa, a.k.a. Hot Archie from Nouveau Riverdale. Um, he's on TikTok, and he's, like, doing weird dancing to the same song over and over again. Here's one of the videos that he posted. It's very strange. It's very strange. I mean, he's hot. I mean, I I don't hate this. That's uh, Archie. So he's done like four different weird dances to that same song, and in the Instagram or in the TikTok account, like, isn't under his name. It's under something like Fifi Queen or something like that. I have no idea, but I. I like the way his body moves, and I like the way his body looks. And that's uh, Archie? That's Archie. 
Okay. He's hot, Archie. He, I think he's Australian. I don't know like what that has like, but you know, I think he's Australian. You know. You know. Archie. Archie. Okay. Our last hot second is about banana. Where are they? I'm actually getting really worried and scared and like totally freaked out because they haven't been photographed going on their, you know, Dunkin' Donuts walks since July 3rd. Jack, what's today's date? July 10th. Yeah. Where are they? Where's banana? They usually get paparazzi'd every single day. What happened? Where are they? They were looking for real estate on July 3rd. And now they're not going on any more walks. Where is them? Where is them? Where is them? I'm really scared. I'm actually really, really scared. Did the movie come out and they don't have to do it anymore? No, no movies ever come out. No movies are ever coming out again, no, right? Never. I forgot about that. We were in a pandemic. I forgot there's so no more So they're going to need to do movies. this relationship for indefinitely. I'm actually like kind of stressed that they're not going on their walks. And I'm actually worried about Ben Affleck's caffeine intake. Like, is someone else getting him his Dunkin' Donuts? I'm worried about that little white fluffy dog of hers. Like, who's walking that dog? Is that dog been? Is that has that dog been holding in its little shits since July third? My big question is: is is Anna de Armas busting up laughing at super funny shit that Ben Affleck is saying? Do we know if she's still busting up majorly at all the super funny stuff that Ben Affleck is saying? All signs point to no, no laughter, because they're not in public. So why would they laugh? You know. Jesus Christ. I pray for them, and I hope you all can pray for them. I didn't prepare any prayer candles today, but, um, Jack, if you could hit the sad music, maybe I'll lead us in a little prayer really quick. Um, Dear God, up in heaven, or wherever you are, I hope you can usher Ben and Anna out of the house again so that the paparazzi can have some photos to take. I'm sure Roger, the paparazzo, is just waiting in his truck, sadly eating a, a Bay City's sub, you know, because they're in, they're in like Venice. Santa not Monica. a bad appointment, not a bad assignment then, though, if you get no, Bay No, because he's freelance, okay? He's not going to make Oof. his paycheck this week. That's an week. expensive sandwich, They too. took an entire week off Oof. from the paparazzi. And I'm praying for Roger. How do I know his name's Roger? I, I think that she texted some guy named Roger once. I don't know how I know about it. Rodrigo? Was it Rodrigo? Anyway, Rodrigo, I hope that your Bay City sub can last you a couple meals because it might be a while maybe Ben and Anna are over I pray for all the paparazzi on the west side of LA you're my heroes you give me everything I want which is really just photos of Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas while they walk their dogs and those shots with the poop bag 
in her hand, casually holding a bag of shit. An A-list actress casually holding a bag of shit. Dear God. I hope that we get A-list? I hope we get to see more of those. Good question. I pray that she's A-list. I pray that she can maintain her A-list status even without these paparazzi shots, but I worry that that's starting to slip. Seven days of not being pop popped? Papped? That worries me. For not Anna. being papped, are you even there? If you're not being papped, are you even there? Okay. All right. You know what? Let's uh, let's move on. All right. <laughs> Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Yeah. They are. They definitely are. Oh, yeah. Going, definitely? Going strong. Yeah. And I, I just, you know. I just, they are. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Okay, let's get into our main topics, okay? Great. Our first main topic is, let's see, what is it? What's our first main topic here? Okay, okay, okay. Demi Moore's weird bathroom. A lot of viewers sent this in to me. And um, it's great. Okay, first of all, Shout out to Alexis Wilson on Twitter at Sassy Black Diva. I've been following her for a long time. I think she's hilarious. I sent her a piece of art once. I sent her a piece of art once because she said she liked it. I I have I know her, but only on the internet. And I think she's hilarious. Everybody should follow Sassy Black Diva on Twitter. Anyway, she posted this hilarious photo set um, of Demi Moore's bathroom. And <laughs> Uh, she wrote in the tweet, quote, starting a Slack channel for the sole purpose of us discussing why Demi Moore has both carpet and a couch in her bathroom. Jack, this is like truly like an unhinged bathroom. The other thing about it is that there is still, you know, a sink and everything. It looks like they she just like squeezed a couch and rug like into the big gigantic floor space of the bathroom. Yes. First of all, like it's very like. 90s like they I, I here's my theory first of all let's describe the photo for the podcast listeners it's like a old baby couch like a, a tiny little love seat with like a floral pattern that you would see in like your grandma's spare room or something right like it's like not a couch of this modern age at all it's like got that like 80s floral pattern or something 70s even it's old and um, and then the 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 bathroom design is like this brown ugly carpet with it's a, kind of just a cluttered does not look like a hot and rich person's bathroom it, it looks like a grandma bathroom like a weird dated grandma bathroom it is big and the tub is very big so maybe this was considered a nice bathroom at one point in time but it's truly like off putting and it's like yeah I don't I don't, I don't even know what era it's like. It's like somewhere, some mix of 70s and 90s or something. It seems gross to have that much ugly brown carpet in your bathroom. Wouldn't you want tile? I mean, concrete even, if you're that kind of person. Wood, wood, you could do wood. Tile would be better, but you could do wood. What is this? What is this carpeted bathroom? I, I agree with Eve in the chat. 
who says it's 90s trying to be 60s. I couldn't agree more. I do think it's 90s trying to be 60s. It's truly odd. It Yes. I agree with congressional baseball fan in the chat. This is a couch you would find out on the sidewalk during a big trash pickup week. It is truly like so gross. And let's just, I have more zoomed in versions of the picture. So let's just look at the first one here. Okay. Truly unhinged. She's, she's got, she's doing a zoom meeting or something. Some, one of her daughters or an assistant set this up for her, I guess. That's neither here nor there. Listen, We've got to talk about this bathroom. It's clearly in her Idaho house where she's been quarantining this whole time. Some of her kids have moved back to L.A., but she's still in the Idaho house. And here's my theory. This is not a bathroom they use. They probably have like nine bathrooms. It's a huge, giant estate that they bought in the 90s. I think this is like the the ninth bathroom, like the one that they just don't use anymore. And so they just put their like extra furniture in here that they don't want to use anymore. They put their extra hair care products that they don't use anymore. Like when you're that rich, you're like, maybe you're like, you have all these expensive shampoos and you're like, oh, I don't really like this expensive shampoo anymore, but I don't want to throw it away. I'm just going to put it in my ninth bathroom, you know, like the lowest on the totem pole of, of bathrooms. And, of course, you got a cute little couch. You're like, well, let's just throw that in the ninth bathroom. I think this is more of like a storage unit for her than a bathroom. But maybe it has good acoustics so she zooms in there. It is it is upsetting. Let's go to the next picture. Yeah, it's just like a weird statue of like a, a soldier in the background or something. Look at those feet. What is this bathroom? I bet this is like the bathroom where like everyone like, you know, if you have like a bunch of friends over, you're like, let's all squish into this like big jacuzzi tub and like in our bathing suits during a sleepover. We never use that bathroom. This is the bathroom they never use. It's confusing, though. I'm upset about it. Pluvonics in the chat says maybe a guest house. It's not a bad guess. It's not a bad guess. Yeah, it's definitely haunted. There's haunted vibes in here. It's really gross. It, it smell. I I can smell this picture. I can smell like a mildew. Yeah. Can you smell it? It's a little rich. It's rich in there. It's not hot though. It's a rich smell. And I'm not talking the riches of cash money. <laughs> I'm talking about rich and earthy. Yeah. Gamey. It smells. That's gamey. a gamey room. Yeah, you think they like... I think that room is gamey. Well, she does. I think she has like a lot of animals in general. So. Maybe they need that room for like as a habitat for like lizards or something. Like a lizard habitat. I wouldn't is be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the camera, like, what if the if the frame widened out a little bit and you saw just a lizard cage. <laughs> like, honestly, anything could happen in this room. Think this she's is, a ferret person. Um. Yeah. I don't know that, but I feel that to be true. I like ferrets, and I'm all good with ferret people, but ferrets make the house smell like shit. It's just, you can't, I mean, you have to say it. I've never met a ferret person. Ferrets really make the house smell like shit. But I know that that's a type of person. And I wouldn't be surprised if Timmy Moore was that type of person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just hope to God that this room has, like, its own Roomba. I mean, you're going to need something cleaning that carpet. Yikes. 
<laughs> that carpet does look like ground beef. Mark Mark in the chat says that carpet looks like ground beef. <laughs> I agree. Um, anyway, if you're watching, if you're hamburger listening, hamburger helper ass bathroom. Yes, it's a hamburger helper ass bathroom. All right. What's next? We got some other stuff, don't we? <laughs> oh, we have to talk. Oh, well, this is very sad, but we have to talk about this. Um, Naya Rivera um, is still missing. A few days ago, her son, her four-year-old son, Josie Dorsey, was found asleep in a rental boat in a lake in Ventura County. And um, Naya was nowhere to be found. They've been searching for her body for... I think two days now and nothing's come up. It's she's now presumed to have drowned and they're not, it's it's changed from a rescue mission to just, you know, hopefully they I don't know. It's Jesus. so sad. Honestly, like this really threw me for a loop and it's gutted me. It's like really like the saddest celebrity news story like in years. I, I, it's really fucking sad. She's only 33. Yeesh. Like, it's fucked. Um, the lake is called Lake Piru, and it's actually known for being kind of dangerous. Um, the residents of that area are trying to get signs put up to warn people from swimming that swimming is dangerous there. There's apparently kind of a strong undercurrent. It, it's really deep, and it's very cold, so... A lot of people drown and they experience hypothermic symptoms and it's just a horrible if she if she died the way they assume she did at this point, it would be just a horrible, horrible way to go. It's truly devastating. And my heart goes out to Naya Rivera's son Josie and their and Naya's entire family. I mean, awful. In case you don't know, Naya was one of the actresses on Glee. She played Santana. She was great on that show. It's just sad. It's fucking sad. I like can't. I can't. I'm like wrecked about Naya Rivera. I'm like truly wrecked about this. And I don't really know what else to say other than just like, I hope, I hope they can find her at this point. I hope they can find her at all. Um, just at least so the family can get closure. Apparently visibility is horrible in the lake because there's like a lot of debris and you just can't like see anything down there. And so the divers are like just literally just feeling around like they can't even see anything. So they think they, they don't anticipate that they'll even find her at this point, which is like so scary. They're still looking. The, the search is still on, but it's just so sad. It's like truly so sad. Um, Yeah sad uh, all right let's let's lift the mood a little bit let's talk about how jada took herself to the red table okay this is some fun stuff okay we talked about it last week jada pinkett smith was accused of having an affair by her alleged ex august alcina he did an interview where he talked about how he was in love with her and, and he had Will's permission. Um, so Jada tweeted out a couple of days later, it's time to take myself to the red table. Healing needs to happen. And she shot this episode of the red table talk with her husband, Will Smith, and they like got into it. And it's like she clears up some stuff. And apparently she really did date August Alcina. And it was during 
when she and Will were like secretly broken up. They got back together since, but like they like full on separated and like broke up. She has this affair with August Alsina, this younger guy. And then she and Will get back together. This is only like four years ago. In the Red Table Talk episode, it she kind of keeps saying like, oh, it was so long ago, it was so long ago. But like, I feel like four years ago wasn't that long ago. Right? I don't know. Let's watch the first clip. Going through a very difficult time. Yeah. And we decided. I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages have that, though. Yeah, Marriages have that. Yeah, we basically, mm -hmm. we broke up. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time, and you go figure out how to make yourself happy, and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. Yeah, I really felt like we could be over. You yeah, know? no, and, we were over. And then what did isn't that crazy? They're just like, we didn't know this whole time that Will and Jada like had a breakup, like in secret. They're so fascinating to me. And like, they really like the way they talk about this very, very personal stuff is like, they're like so comfortable talking about it. And they're like, so at ease. They're both like so wise and like centered and grounded. I, I don't, there's, they're fascinating. I don't get it. It's like, I don't get them, but they fascinate me to no end. And I, I do like them. I like the Smiths. They're odd little birds, that family, but I like them. I'm charmed by them. <laughs> they do They do always have like a, just a touch of Scientology vibes. Just a touch, just a touch, but that's just a vibe feeling. I don't, they've denied it many times, but you can't, I gotta be honest about my vibes. Okay, we have a second clip here. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. And luckily enough, you and I were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say we did everything that we could to get away from each other, only mm -hmm. to realize that that mm -hmm. wasn't possible so we come into the red table so i'm in i'm in yep it's good you should just watch it i think the whole clip isn't that long it's maybe like i don't know like 12 minutes or something but it's on facebook watch so check out check out that episode of the red table talk it's just like i'm fascinated by the way they talk to each other you know what do you think of all of this jack they had she they they had a break I, and then she had another relationship. Do you want my honest? You don't care? No. Oh? Are they Scientologists? I mean, that's it, the, it's, that's the big question. Very, this red table to me looks very, very, <laughs> uh, you know, auditing. You're like, they're so open. I and know that's what I'm, I'm trying like, to say, but I'm trying to like be a little more subtle about it. But like the... That's a big Scientology thing, right? Is like you have to say everything, like no secrets. Like you have to tell your auditor like yeah. every dirty little thing because it's supposed to like cleanse you or something, right? Yeah. That's the vibe a little bit. Right? Yeah. But they've denied it so many times. But then they'll do weird things like they'll donate to stuff that's like tangentially related to Scientology. 
you know they came back together though they like broke they fully broke up when they fully got back together I feel like that doesn't happen a lot in the celebrity world. They've been together for like 25 years. That's a long Hollywood relationship. Anyway, Army Hammer and Elizabeth Chambers broke up. Speaking of breakups in Hollywood, let's look at this Instagram post that they both posted. It's one of these, you know, conscious uncoupling statements that is like you know i'm sick of these i'm sick of these it's always like Ooh, be messy we're on a journey and we're less to love each other it's like no you're not that's why we like amanda palmer and neil gaiman yeah i want it dirty i want that dirty messy messy okay if you're breaking up like don't lie to me don't lie to me don't make it don't make it like when like pacific theater splits off the arc light <laughs> i know that's what these statements sound like that's what these statements sound like okay i'll read it but maybe you should play the sad music behind it okay uh okay sure elizabeth chambers and army hammer both instagrammed the same photo of i guess from when they first started dating and this following statement okay and i quote 13 years as best friends soulmates partners and then parents it has been an incredible journey but together, we've decided to turn the page and move on from our marriage. As we enter into this next chapter, our children and relationship as co-parents and dear friends will remain our priority. We understand this news lends itself to public dialogue, but in the interest of our children and our family, we're asking for privacy compassion and love during this time end quote all right well they asked me for privacy why don't you leave them alone and love, what's so wrong with you let's move the fuck on yeah sorry but now i know why his mom was pouring oil on his head to try to get the demons out did you see that tweet I have, what are you talking about? Army Hammer tweeted, like, my mom just poured oil on my head to try to get the demons out. Oh, okay. Like two days ago. Wait, I need to find the exact quote. Hold on, I'm going to find it. I can't pull up the image, but... Okay, God damn it! I can't... Google's not working. I hate when that happens. Because <laughs> I searched Army Hammer oil, and then it's all about, like, how his money comes from oil money. And I'm like, well, I know, I know that. Well, sure, but come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, R.I.P. And I'm going to give them some privacy, okay? Because I, I really actually don't care <laughs> that much. Okay, Robert De Niro is poor now. Robert De Niro is poor now because he owns Nobu and Nobu is no making him so much money. No! <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg is no going every week to, to, to get his omakase? Nobu is no making him no money. No! <laughs> and, and this is really fucked up. Put, put this on the big, big... <laughs> put this picture bigger he says his lawyer said 
that Robert De Niro is going to be lucky if he makes seven point five million this year. No, he might only make. 7- I would be lucky too. Well, yeah, we don't. But I guess that means he's broke. But I actually believe it because all these fucking celebs live way above their means. They live like right at their means and a little above. Okay, I've said this about the Kardashians, but I think it's true about all these rich people. If you've got a lot of money coming in, like you own Nobu, for example, like you're going to like count on that money always coming in, I think. And you're going to like live uh, extravagantly. And Robert Antivax De Niro is broke now. He how do we know all this? Well, he's going through a divorce and he cut his ex-wife Grace Hightower's Amex allowance down from one hundred thousand dollars a month to only a broke ass fifty thousand dollars a month. What? Can you imagine having to live on fifty thousand dollars? Yes. Okay. Also, apparently, he's not letting him or the kids come to his um, upstate New York house for the summer, so they're they're trapped in the Upper East Side on Central Park West. Oh, maybe I'm on Upper West Side. Anyway, he's he's being a you know, he's being um, broke these days, I guess. He's broke. He might only make $7.5 million. He has a house in the Hudson Valley, which, listen, let's talk about it. But first, I want to read these quotes. This is from the, this is what his, one of his lawyers said, or, or one of, someone said this. I don't know. I linked, I, yeah, I think it's his lawyer. His lawyer said, quote, these people, in spite of his robust earnings, have always spent more than he has earned. So this 76-year-old robust man couldn't retire even if he wanted to because he can't afford to keep up with his lifestyle expense. This 76-year-old End robust quote. man? Like, I don't know. I guess we have to pray for Robert De Niro because he's like truly so broke that he might only make $7.5 million this year. If he's lucky. That's not even enough to buy like Kylie Cosmetics. That's not even enough to buy like a $9 million house with cash. Oh my God. I'm worried about him. Prayers for him. Hey, should we look at his upper or his Hudson Valley house in, in Gardiner, New York? I mean, I don't have like a lot of great pictures of it. There it is. It looks like the size of a state. It's enormous. <laughs> Do you want to guess how many acres of land this house sits on? Just guess. Just guess. Just guess. Just take a wild guess. I don't know. 300? Tw- <laughs> no, 98. Well, I don't know what acres are like. He li- it's on 98 acres. I don't know what acres are all about. Acres is like... Big. An acre is big, big right? Okay. I think it's like... Our house and the two houses next to it. An acre? That would be an acre? Is, I think, like one acre or something. Wow. Or like How much is our, an not acre? Not our house, like our whole building. <laughs> an acre is like a football field? Yeah, acre's big. An acre is really big. Anyway, he bought it for cheap in 1997 for like $1.5 million, but... He built this enormous property on the land. Okay, let's go through the stats. That main house is 2,222 square feet. 
Um, he's made a lot of renovations. There's six bedrooms, seven baths, uh, 2,700 feet of water frontage on the Hudson River. Oof. So it's like a big-ass riverfront like estate compound. Guess what else? He's got uh, a 14,000 square foot recreation center complete with a boxing room, small film studio, a game room, gym, basketball court, swimming pool, steam room, and sauna. He's got other barns on the property that are converted into a workshop and an office. While, and then there's two guest houses, a tennis court, a ski. He's got his own ski slope, this guy. This guy's got his own ski slope. Wow, he's like, he li- he's like, lives in Dubai. Like, he literally, like, never has, he probably has, like, yeah, I don't know what he doesn't have, honestly, at this point. He's got a huge ass estate. He's not letting his kids with, with Grace come there for the summer. I guess they, they go there every summer. He doesn't want the kids to come. He doesn't want the ex-wife to come. He's well, like, I, well he's, I have a ski, sco- ski slope fucker. Can you milk me? <laughs> How about that? That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, the, the Manhattan Supreme Court Justice um, ruled that he has to pay his ex-wife an additional 75 grand, which should allow her to obtain some place to get out of the city. Honestly, I don't think that's enough. What's she going to get for 75 grand? She's not going to get a tennis court or a, a padula. A padola. Padola. What is a padola? I think it's HollywoodLegends.net kind of cute way of saying pad. The Nero's <laughs> padola. It's like it's trying, I to, wish it's I trying had... to be like it's trying to be like Goodfellas. It's like, and De Niro, we were going down to his padola. <laughs> is that true? I think it's trying to kind of be cool. <laughs> Anyway, it's a huge fucking property, but she's got seventy-five grand to find a different place. Hey, we sh- you know support your local business. Everybody start getting takeout from Nobu. Just kidding, it's probably ten thousand dollars for one spicy tuna roll. And guess what? No one's gonna buy that shit right now. It ain't that good. Nobu is, Nobu is where you buy expensive fish. In my little doggy dreams, I go to Nobu. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching Hot and Rich. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I read them every time. And if you write a really good review, maybe I'll repost it to the Instagram. Um, That's our show. You can follow me at Kate Raft everywhere. You can follow at Hot and Rich Show on Instagram and Twitter. Jack, you can follow Jack. Why would you? But why would you follow Jack? At Jack Allison, LOL, though, in case you want to. I'll be back on Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific. Until next time, stay hot and stay the opposite of Robert De Niro. I'm so fucking rich and hot. I'm so fucking rich.